0: Hi, it's Terence Wallace, and welcome to my new series, Stories from the Road. In 2014, I decided to leave the corporate world behind and start my own business, Indelible Adventures, Inc. This is a culmination of my writing, photography, speaking, and travel, and uh, gave me a great opportunity to travel the world. And so, with my writing, I've been able to gather and collect many stories from all my adventures. So this series is a dedication to all of those stories. I hope you enjoy them. A big part of the reason for me reinventing myself and creating the life I'd always wanted was to be able to spend more time with my two children. Today, I have a 20-year-old son and an 18-year-old daughter. And for the past seven years, the three of us have had the good fortune to travel the world together. In today's episode, my daughter, Sam, and I are in Hong Kong. I hope you enjoy the episode. Whenever I travel, the best I can hope for is that the flight is under benton. For any of you that have traveled, you'll also know that generally if one thing goes awry, then all bets are off. I always find it astounding that the smallest little delay can derail the best laid plans. And at times like this, things just seem to spiral out of control. Luckily for Sam and I, our flight to Hong Kong had been a very easy one with the most difficult part for us, having to sit for 15 hours, watching movies, trying to sleep, and eating intermittently. Our flight path had taken us from Toronto over the Northwest Passage, and slightly east of the North Pole, across the upper reaches of Siberia, west of the Korean Peninsula and Beijing, before transversing mainland China and arriving into Hong Kong. As I observe Sam, I'm totally in awe of her ability to watch a movie while at the same time working on her computer with occasional glances at her movie and be able to digest it all. Such an incredible ability to carry on two completely different and separate tasks and seemingly be on top of both. There's no question that Sam is the queen of multitasking in our household, that's for sure. Now, I love to fly, but 15 hours really does test your patience and your body's ability to sit still in one place. Now, on long flights like this, it's really important to keep active and moving. I generally find my way down towards the emergency exit row so that there's a little more room to move and maneuver. Focusing on the different body parts, I try to do something every one to two hours, just to keep the blood flowing into all parts of my body. Not only does it make you feel better, but you feel refreshed upon arrival at your destination. Try it. It's great. We had arrived into Hong Kong early in the afternoon, but had gained a day as we'd crossed the international dateline. After collecting our bag, our first thing to do was to buy our octopus pass. This is an incredibly handy little plastic card that you can load money onto and that you can pay for almost anything in Hong Kong. We used it to take the train into Central Station on Hong Kong Island and our hotel nearby. It was such a treat to be able to walk, particularly after our long flight. Great to stretch the legs and Hong Kong Island is terrific to walk. Sam and I had decided that our first activity would be to visit Victoria Peak on the Peak Tram. Now, although Victoria Peak is a little touristy, and the Peak Tram there will be a bit of a line-up, it is well worth a visit, particularly for the incredible views of not only Hong Kong Island, but Calhoun itself. During our visit, we were blessed to have incredible weather. It was just fabulous. And so impressive were the views that we came both morning and night just to be able to see the difference and the skyline of Hong Kong and Calhoun changing with each segment of the day. It was spectacular. It will be important for you to remember to bring your camera because day or night, this is a place to get incredible photos of Hong Kong. Hong Kong is just one of those places that you have to visit at least once in your life. From the moment you arrive into Hong Kong, the thing you'll notice is the energy. Now I'm not sure whether it's the people that drive the energy or the energy that drives the people, but the frenetic pace and the raw energy of Hong Kong is so alluring, it gets into your soul. I found that the longer I was in Hong Kong, the more I enjoyed its pace, its people, and its warmth. Now, Hong Kong is one of those cities that you absolutely need to get off the beaten track. With the jumble of streets of Calhoun and the fast-paced life on Hong Kong Island, it's such a strange and unreal world between the two places. Interrelated and yet different. Hong Kong is also one of those cities where there is very little crime And in my mind, all I can think of is what treasures await us in our exploration of this wonderful, diverse city. For over a century and a half, Hong Kong has been the gateway to mainland China. Over 7.4 million people inhabit Hong Kong in this small 1,000 square kilometre region of southern China. One of the best things about Hong Kong is the diverse metro and transportation system that it has in place. It is phenomenal. It can take you from end to end, north to south, east to west, across all of the city and all of the places that you'd like to visit. As I mentioned before, no trip to Hong Kong should be without an Octopus Pass. This loadable and nifty piece of plastic provides you with both access to all forms of public transportation but also allows you to buy at a large number of stores in Hong Kong including Calhoun. No more fumbling for change or trying to determine the currency just load it up and go. Everything is tap and go here in Hong Kong which makes for a hassle-free purchasing experience. Whenever we travel together we always discuss at the end of every day all the things that we enjoyed and create a small list of all the things that we would suggest to other people who might visit the city. Here are just a few of the activities that we tried when we were in Hong Kong out of the literally thousands of things that you can do. Sam's absolute favorite activity on our visit to Hong Kong was the Tian Tan and Po Lin Monastery visit on Lantau Island. It's easily accessible via the metro system Take the gold route to Tong Chang and follow the signs for Tian Tan. The initial 6.5km cable car ride over the harbour and up into the mountains is your introduction to Tian Tan and the Po Lin Monastery. You can actually see them from quite a distance away, as it's the largest bronze Buddha in the world sitting atop a mountain. Now admittedly, you can still hike up the 10 plus kilometre route like many of the faithful, or take the cable car like we did. But once you're there, it's still a significant number of steps to the top. Oh, but what of you! You'll be so glad that you visited this timeless icon. The bronze Buddha is absolutely massive. Now, remember to allow a lot of time to explore the monastery nearby. My daughter Sam is an absolute foodie. And when one of her friends from Hong Kong suggested that she visit the Jumbo Floating Restaurant in Aberdeen, she was thrilled. Now I know what you're thinking, a Jumbo Floating Restaurant? Now although it sounds a little cheesy, it was actually really fantastic. We took a double-decker bus from Central, we took Route 91 to Aberdeen, and got to see some of the western parts of Hong Kong Island as we made our way into the little village of Aberdeen. Now, you don't need to take a bus, you could also take the metro. Follow the lime green line south on the metro to Wong, Chung Hang and follow the signs. After arriving at the harbour, you have to catch a little ferry to the floating restaurant where there are a number of restaurants to choose from. We had some of the best seafood of our entire trip here and we ate on an open terrace overlooking the bay. Absolutely delicious food, attentive wait staff, and it made for an awesome lunch. Plus the exterior is a photographer's dream. Another of the really cool things that we did was to explore the antique markets. It's easy walking access from Central to the Antiques and Chinese knickknack Market on the Upper Lascar Road and Hollywood Road. It was lovely to wander through the markets early in the day, although not too early as most of the stores and stalls don't open until 11 a.m. I'm very civilized. We spent a couple of hours just strolling through the alleyways along Hollywood Road. I fear there weren't as many bargains to be had unless you haggled over the price. It's almost expected that you do. Our uh, approach was to start at half the price that's marked on the item that you're interested in and see how you go from there. But don't give up too early. As well, there are a host of funky and cool little coffee shops and bars in this area of the island. So even after dark, it's an up-and-coming hotspot away from the tourist crush with lots and lots of locals frequenting the area. Another great place for antiques is the Cat Street Galleries, or Honey Church Antiques. Next, we took the Star Ferry between Hong Kong Island and Calhoun. I love the old-fashioned ferries that ply their way back and forth across Victoria Harbour. This 10-minute ferry ride will cast you back in time to a bygone era as you watch the incredible boat traffic on this busy harbour. Spectacular views on both sides of the island and the Calhoun from this watery vantage point. Just incredible. Now for a night activity, the Temple Street Markets are the best. At about 7 o'clock each night, Stands sprout on either side of the street, and are hung with t-shirts, lingerie, jeans, and other goodies. Earlier in the day, nearby stalls do a brisk brisk trade in jade. However, after dark, the market is full of bargains. Silk shirts, leather items, jeans, and t-shirts. Nothing is on sale that is really indigenous, as locals rather than visitors are the buyers. If you'd like to buy some jade, the best place to do it is at the jade market. It's at the junction of Battery and cansale streets, under the overpass. Here, hundreds of stalls sell all kinds of jade, which comes in many shades, from white all the way through purple to green. The number one thing to do at the jade market is to haggle. The price you see is never the price you pay, but it's a lot of fun trying. Next, we chose to explore the Ladies' Market and Goldfish Market on Mong Kok in Calhoun. It's very accessible via the Metro, with Metro stops at Mong Kok, which is adjacent to the Ladies' Market. Now, if flea markets aren't your cup of tea, then perhaps the vibrant area just north of the Ladies' Market, called the Goldfish Market, is definitely worth visiting, particularly if you like pets. Or if you'd prefer to walk or take the bus, the best route to Mong Kok is along Nathan Road, which is near the ferry terminus from Hong Kong Island. I must warn you that there are a lot of people, so as long as you're not afraid of being jostled and hemmed in by large crowds of locals, then this is the experience unto itself. What can I say? Sam and I had an absolutely fabulous trip to Hong Kong. Great shopping, friendly people, and delicious food. Such a vibrant and cosmopolitan place. This city is totally unforgettable. Remember to bring your walking shoes, camera, and an adventurous spirit when you visit. Yes, eat where the locals eat, and you'll be so glad that you did. We both loved our visit to Hong Kong and will definitely be back. Until next time. If you'd like to learn more about me and my adventures, please visit my website at www.indelibleadventures.com. Thanks for visiting, and have a great day. Until next time,